Hello and welcome to Beyond the Neutral Zone. I am Brandon, joined by my good friends Tanner, Gabe, and Ben. We are going to preview the weekend, mostly NFL, maybe like one or two games of college football. Not much going on there this weekend. Um, anything else? There's no other sports going on, really. I mean, got MLB, nobody cares. So, how long? How long do we have before uh, NHL and NBA start? Do you guys know? Uh, NBA normally starts mid-October. Okay. Uh, NHL's around the same. NHL preseason starts late September, I think, and then they go into regular season starts, I think, mid-October. Okay. All right, so we got like another month. I feel like I don't ever ever hear anything about the NHL, and then all of a sudden... It's playoffs. Oh, hey. Yeah, hey. <laughs> playoffs are around the corner. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, By the way, we do have another review on iTunes. Uh, by the way, if you want to be heard on the podcast, leave a five-star review on iTunes and leave us a little little message in there. I'll read whatever it is in there. And like Benjamin said um, in a prior episode, if you all want to – sorry, I called you Benjamin. <laughs> Where did that come I mean, Ben, Benjamin, you know, you get it, whatever. Little Benji. Yeah. But if you all want to leave a five-star rating on iTunes, if there's a way for you to screenshot that to prove that you did that, you can leave us a message you, with a picture. You of, meant Spotify. Oh, you said iTunes. Oh, my bad. Yeah, Spotify is what I meant. If you screenshot that with some sort of proof that you left a, a five-star rating and send it a message with the picture on like Instagram or Twitter or something, um, we'll we'll read that as well. So anyway, the message is from Tana98. He says, I'm assuming it's a heat. Sorry. It's also not me. Yeah, it's not Tanner. Okay. It's another Tanner. It, 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 the, the the name is actually Tana. T-A-N-N-A-H. Tana. Tana. Okay. Uh, yeah, yes. So, what if it's Tana? It could be Tana. Yeah. Tana. Yeah. Anyways, Anyways, whoever you are. Here it is. Hey, guys. I've been a really big super fan for a long time and just wanted to say how much I appreciate your guys' podcast. I just ordered my Brandon body pillow. And my Gabe t-shirt was set, which says, I heart my Pookie Bear Gabe. I also share a name with Tanner. So I decided to just get it tattooed on my lower back like the little tramp I am. Finally, I've decided to name my firstborn after Ben. If it's a girl, that's going to be her problem. Thank you. Thank you guys for an amazing time and dedication from your number one super fan. Thank you, Tanner. Hey. <laughs> Cheers. Oh, that's awesome. If if you get a tattoo of that on your lower back, you're going to have to take a picture and send it to us. Okay. That's all I got to say. I'm going to need to see that birth certificate personally. (laughs) Actually, can I have one of those shirts as well? Tell me where you ordered one. We all all, all need to get an I Heart Pookie Bear Gabe t shirt or something. And a Brandon Body Pillow. I don't want a Brandon Body Pillow. (laughs) I know who does. I'll say. If it has what what I think it might have, then it definitely does. <laughs> oh, no context in that whatsoever. <laughs> we are going to move on. Yes, please. Oh, no yeah. context in that whatsoever. <laughs> oh my goodness! God. Wow. All right. Oh man, how do we how do we move on? Okay, we. Goodness gracious, you guys have thrown me off so much. Oh yikes! We we love our long time listeners. They're they're amazing. Yes. Okay. I've <laughs> listeners that have been around for two weeks. Yeah. Yes. Three. Have we have we been on for three weeks now? I think it's been I a whole so. month, dude. No, yeah, that's great. I think so, dude. This might be yeah. Some, yeah, that's something like that. Be. Yeah, it's about a it's about a month somewhere around. Like, you should go on vacation, Gabe. 
two weeks ago. Because we did our second, I think we did our second episode while you were on vacation. Um, Am I wrong no. on that? One, two. Wait, our first episode was on August 22nd. Okay, so not, not, not a month yet. Yeah, we're getting there. Getting there. Three weeks. We've been doing this three weeks. Okay. Anyway, this weekend, is there any, other than the Tennessee-Florida game, which obviously Gabe is going to be super excited hey, about. The pod is going to be at the Tennessee-Florida game. Uh, we, so we are hey, it, the, hey, just go no. with it. Just go with it. So if you see us there, come say hi. They don't know what we look like, Gabe. Dude, okay. yeah, they do. They just ordered a Brandon body pillow, dude. <laughs> I've always wanted to say that. Be like, hey, we're going to be at the game. So if you see us, come say hi. We need to get a little bigger for that to be happening. Yeah. Also, that, that, will, that will be awesome. If you get, like, if somebody sees you in public and knows who you are just because of a podcast, that would be pretty cool. That'd be epic. Also, I would like to point out, you know, Coors Light, if you happen to oh listen God. to this podcast, you know. Dude, I'm trying to hook us up right now, bro. I'm trying to we, I'm trying we, to get a sponsor. Okay, before we get sponsors, we just need to get more people to listen. All right, so we need to focus on getting more people That's listening true. first. Yeah, and then we can worry about that. Hey, anyway, if, if Blue Moon decides they want to and they hear this, or like, screw that guy, we're not going to... Yeah. Actually, I think it's the same company. Is it? Maybe. I don't know. I have no idea. It might be. All right. Anyway, anyway, yes. this other than the Tennessee Florida game, are there any other games happening NFL or college that anybody's super excited about this weekend, or just super interested to see how it's going to go? I, I personally, the Titans and Chargers game is fascinating to me. Because, oh, are you ta- are you talking all around in football yeah. or just? Yeah, college? I said NFL oh, or college, okay. either one. Um, uh, because the Titans and Chargers game, uh, one of those two teams is going to be zero two. I've got a, I've got a lot to say about that, but I don't want to. I already went on a rant. Okay, so we'll, we'll I, get there. I don't want to do. Okay, that, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll be talking about. We'll we'll give a little brief preview of each game, so we'll yeah. get to that anyway. Yeah, but anyway, that's that's probably the one that I'm that's got my attention the most. But we'll get to I, that in a little bit. I am really interested in um, Georgia and South Carolina. Why? I know. Listen, listen. <laughs> I know South Carolina has a lot of issues. And it's probably going to be a blowout, but I'm I'm. I think there's a lot of questions at at how good Georgia really is, and they've only played. I mean, they're obviously at least a top five team, um, at worst top ten. But uh, I don't know. Like I I I want to see how their quarterback does against an, another SEC team. And I want to see if their defense is still as legit as it was last year. And so far, they've played nothing but cupcake teams and haven't really had to do that much. And That's so, true. I guess it's more so just to see how good Georgia is. I don't think I think Spencer Rattler's going to be running for his life. So there's not really much to more to see with South Carolina, but um, yeah. I just don't feel like we're truly going to get an idea. And this is just my personal opinion, but I don't even think we're going to get a true idea of what Georgia is until November 18th when they play Tennessee. Just because there's no, like, there's no good, I would say good quality all-around teams that I even feel like are worthy of the top 25 until they face Tennessee. Yeah, I can't disagree. I don't, so I I can't sell myself on that team. I just can't. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I don't even know who, well, the most that I know about Tennessee is, they're definitely a run-first offense. If not, I mean, they 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 were last year, but it was hidden behind all the deep shots that they took. And at least the first two games, 
they mainly ran the ball. And all three of their running backs are averaging six yards a carry as of right now. now. I do I do have to say that them having such a commitment to the running game these first two games may be just because they knew that their offensive line was so much more dominant than those defensive lines were. If they play against more like better opponents as far as the defensive line goes, then that that's when they may start airing the ball out more. When you can't rely on just your guy shoving their guys around just well, consistently. Also, and I'm I'm not saying this as a shot, like I'm I'm just saying they have had a lot of drops as well. So that could be another reason they're running the ball so much as well. I mean, drop. I'm sorry, drops play a role in that. Right. Yeah. 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 Hypel claims, and we don't have to. T- I'll I'll say this. We can move on. Um, but it this may just be coaches talk. Just kind of just you, you don't want to give uh, teams, to, especially in Florida week, you don't want to give them too much. Like you just kind of want to, you know, like I said, coaches talk. But Hypel uh, claims that. They didn't throw the ball, take any deep shots the past couple games. I mean, they may have took one or two, but I don't think they took any deep shots in the Austin P game. But he claims that that's just that they didn't give them that because they were playing their safeties really deep and they were forcing Milton to throw down the middle. Um, and when he did that, I mean, it wasn't a perfect ball, man, but it hit him in the hands. You got to catch it, right. and and people yeah. are very critical of Milton right now. They're Milton essentially has to play perfect or else people are going to be trashing him and, and calling for Nico. I think that's unfair. Nico's not playing this year. Nico's not going to play unless unless Milton gets hurt. They're not going to use him yet. No. He, I, he may be better than Milton right now, but they're not going to use him this year. It's not going to happen. What year is he? Do you know, Gabe? He'll be a redshirt freshman this year, right? Is he redshirt? Or is he, or is he a true freshman? Or is he? He's a true, fr- true they're, freshman. They're not, yeah, so he's, he's, okay. he's the second string right now. Gotcha. Yeah. I got you. No, they'll redshirt him this year, for sure. Because mm-hmm. you, you can play in up to four games <laughs> and still be redshirted. Yeah. So that they'll limit to him to snaps in four games, probably. Has he got any snaps these first two games? Okay, both of them. No, no, just the first one. Just the first. One? Okay. I mean, the second one, they they he didn't get a chance because it didn't. It was this the, hardest. The, yeah, the first the gotcha. first little bit. So. All right, we're going to move on. We're going to preview the NFL games this week. I'm just going to run right down the list. We'll spend a couple minutes maybe on each one and try to get through it without spending tons of time on it. All right, first game up, Vikings at Eagles on Thursday night football. I am pumped about this game. The like, e- I think it's going to be a shootout. I really do. I don't know. Um, I don't – I don't. the reason why I don't know if it's going to be a shootout is because the Eagles defense is really good. Um. And Darius Slade, does he still play on the Eagles? I don't think so. I think he's on the Lions now. Oh, wait. Is he? Really? I thought he came from the Lions and went to the Eagles. Like Eagles. last year. I'm pretty sure he's still on the Eagles. Maybe I'm thinking reverse. Anyway, if if he is, he's going to be shadowing Justin Jefferson, which Justin Jefferson's still going to get his. But that'll limit Justin Jefferson a little bit. Uh, but if Darius Slade is not on the – he is on the Eagles? Okay, so – so Darius Slay is going to shadow Justin Jefferson. Yeah, it was reverse. Okay, was so on. Jefferson is going still going to get his. Jefferson still may end up with a hundred yards and a touchdown, but he's not going to just have the two hundred and thirty yards and three touchdowns. Like that's not going to happen. But, but so and so because of that, I think Jordan Addison may have a good game. But I don't I think gonna it's going to. I don't think it's going to be a, a shootout though. I think that if the Vikings defense wakes up a little bit. I think the Eagles' offense is slightly overrated. 
the Eagles offense. I think is the overrated? Eagles offense is slightly why? overrated. Why do you think that? Just be- I, I, because uh, Jalen Hurts, I, I still don't completely believe in his ability to to spread the defense out deep downfield. I know he had success last year, but I think the defenses are going to adjust to that a little bit and force him to use his legs more. I don't think he wants to use his legs more. He's still going to use them, but they're not. They don't want him doing that. So that's bold. They're still going to get. They're still going to have success. I still think they're a top, probably a, a top ten offense, but I don't think they're a top three offense. And that's the way a lot of people think of them as. I don't think they're top three. Um, but I do think that they're still going to put up points, but I don't think that they're as explosive as people think they are. A.J. Brown is still insane. Devontae Smith, great route runner. Uh, so they're still going to put up points. But I think if the Vikings' defense is competent at all, we could see like a 20, 24 to like 14 ball game. Um, I don't want to waste time, but like – after that comment, I really want. If you don't think the Eagles are a top three offense, I really want to know who you think your top three offenses are. Top three offenses: um, Chiefs, Bills, Chargers. That's going to be Brandon's answer. Yeah, I mean, those are great ones, but the Dolphins with Tua, Dolphins are in there for one hundred percent. Without Tua, they're not. But with Tua, they are top three offense. Cincinnati. Um, yeah, I, I'm. I'm, I'm going to have. By the way, I've seen especially this past week, but also including a little bit of what I saw last year because of what I've seen from Josh Allen, I think I need to drop the Bills out. I was um, praying that you were going to do yeah, that. Yeah, so I would probably say the Dolphins, the Bengals, even though they had an atrocious first week, I would say Dolphins, Bengals, Chargers probably. Um, I, can't, I can't think of it. Y'all anybody. realize I heard You don't thing. have the Chiefs in there? No. Because they just don't have the receivers to be a top three offense. Patrick Mahomes is still amazing. Travis Kelsey's awesome, but that's not a top three offense. You guys realize since that Bills Chiefs game, where the nice. Chiefs came back, Josh Allen's leading the entire NFL in turnovers. Right? Dang, bro, that stinks, man. He's leading He's, the entire NFL in turnovers. He, he would have led the league last season, but there's a guy by the name of Dak Prescott on the Cowboys. So <laughs> that would have what? He would have done what? Led the league in picks last season, but you know. I mean, I something happened to him last year. Some some kind of switch flicked, and he just just got crazy aggressive and just nonchalant with the football. Like he, I I don't understand it. That game on Monday night, he was awful. He was worse than Zach Wilson. Yep. He was worse than Zach Wilson. Dude, my favorite part of that game, we were watching the Manning podcast, and uh, whenever Josh Allen threw podcast. that or. Broadcast. Broadcast. Yeah. Whenever he, uh, Josh Allen threw that first deep shot interception, Peyton Manning was like, he told me he wasn't going to just be reckless with the ball this week. He lied to me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anything else to be said about the Vikings Eagles game? Um, I actually have to watch it. I have the Vikings um, covering the points, uh, six and a half points. I do too, but we'll talk about our bets after we go through everything. I feel like that's a really good bet. All right, then we can move to the next. Oh, game. you have the Vikings plus six and a half. Yeah, you were so against them. you flip flop so fast. What in the world? I never said they didn't have a good offense. Their defense just sucks. Okay. Maybe I don't believe in the Eagles either. I have to so, so you have so you do. I also like to point out that he challenged me for changing my mind. What two episodes ago? I didn't change my mind. I don't think Minnesota's a very good team, but I think they can cover six and a half points. So, so you do think it's going to be a shootout? 
I think it's going to be a high scoring game. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't necessarily say shootout, but no, it'll be thir- a Thursday night games are typically very low scoring. I don't care. Okay. All right. Anyway, all right. Moving on. Okay. Packers at Falcons. The Packers are favored by one and a half points. I am excited to see this game because I'm a Packers fan, obviously. Um, I want to see if Jordan Love can put back-to-back performances together against the actual good defense. The Falcons' defense looks they, they they've got some good corners. Yeah, I, I'll give them that. Like they're, it, I I really hope Christian Watson plays because we need him in this game. We really do. We need to have Christian Watson and Dobbs on the field because if that happens, then that we need Jaden Reed as our as a third receiver. It'd um, be a great test for the Packers' run defense too, with oh Tyler Algier and um, you're right. Sean. That may be a disaster. Uh oh. <laughs> Please make some tackles. Please. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's a very interesting matchup. Yeah. One of these two teams is going to be two and zero, and it'll put the rest of the NFC on notice. Have you heard anything? Because and I'm sure it's nothing. But have you th- heard anything about Aaron Jones and his hamstring? No. I, I during the game, it, it, they made it look like it wasn't a crazy serious hamstring pull because it it made it his he kept his helmet in his hand the whole game. They never took his helmet away from him, so that, I I consider that a good sign. Mm-hmm. Um, the only reason that I think he wouldn't play is if the Packers just feel super confident. Um, but I what I think is probably going to happen is that he plays and he's on a limited snap count. And if the Packers get an early lead, he's just even in the first half. If let's say the Packers are up by seventeen in the second quarter, you won't see him again until the score gets like within ten points again. That's what I think is going to happen. Um, but if see, it, but if it's a close game, so if it's a hamstring injury, you can't put him on ice like that and then throw him in the game. You just well, that's why he won't be on ice. He'll be used. That's I don't know. Yeah. If they jump out to a big lead, like. Yeah. So but, I don't know. Even even these like even these awesome players, man. Like you can't say they jump out, which I know this is obviously hypothetical. The chances of this happening are not very good. But even if even if they jump out to a lead in the first yeah. quarter or something like that, what? and I mean, set him on us until what the third and fourth. What's he going to sit on a bike the entire time to stay warm? He's going. They're going to be stretching him the whole time. So, well, I think it may be similar to what happened in the first game. The first game, they used him on the first drive, went down, scored a touchdown. He looked amazing. After that, they had the lead. After that, they didn't really use him at all the rest of the first half. And then at halftime, the score was 10-6. to six. And they said, we need to get Aaron Jones the ball more because this is a close game. Like, our offense isn't really doing anything great without him. We need him back in there. As soon as the second half starts, Two drives of doing nothing but feeding Aaron Jones the ball. Went right down the field, scored two touchdowns. After he scored the, the second touchdown is whenever he pulled his hamstring, and he didn't come back in the rest of the game. I think it may be a similar look. Like, mm. score an early touchdown, get a little bit of a lead, let's rest him, don't use him much. At halftime, if it's a close game still, bring him back out for the beginning of the second half. I think it could be something very similar to that. Um, Aaron Jones is so good. Like, the yeah. NFL, the re- the rest of the media, the rest of the country needs to realize that dude is insane. I and I because of the way running backs age, this is going to be the last year that Aaron Rodgers, uh, not Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones. This is going to be the last year that Aaron Jones looks the way he looks right now. He's not going to be this good ever again. This is the last year of this with this How injury. 
He's I, probably like 27, 28. Is it soft tissue? Or is it... It's a hamstring. Of course it's soft tissue. Well, like, I mean... <laughs> I thought you would know what I meant by that. I don't like. Know I don't know what you mean yeah, by that. Just, just <laughs> anyway. Just... Oh, wait. Well, I, I, I get it. What? I don't. <laughs> With this injury, I already know the answer to this. I just want to see your reaction. Do the Packers actually go through with the trade for Jonathan Taylor? No. God, no. Is that an actual question? No, I just that... want to see his reaction. That... <laughs> Apparently, the Packers were in serious trade talks with the Colts for this, for, for Jonathan Taylor. Who were they going to trade? John, I don't know what the exact Aaron trade Jones or A.J. Dillon and a pick or something. And Christian, they, the Colts wanted Christian Watson in yeah. return. They wanted like one of the two running backs plus Christian Watson. And it was like, uh, no, you all are out of your mind. I don't want Jonathan Taylor, period. I wouldn't take him if you were giving him to me for free. Don't, I don't want him at all. Mm-hmm. Nothing. No. I do right. not want that guy on my team. Next game. Moving on. Bears and Buccaneers. Buccaneers are favored by two and a half. I swear, dude, if the Buccaneers start off the season 2-0, and I'm going to lose my mind. And then I'll just find all kinds of bets against the Buccaneers the rest of the season because they'll be way overhyped. Baker's maybe making a believer out of everybody, right? The Bears are terrible. I, I, mean, I, think, the, I think the Bears will win, though. You think the Bears are going to win? Yeah. This is just going to be a horrible game. Uh, honestly, it wouldn't surprise me. I think the Bears will win. But watch it be the best game of the week. Here's the thing. It's going to be so bad that it may end up being the best game of the week. It may be in the maybe the most entertaining game because of how bad it is. It's going to be so bad. Oh my gosh, dude! <laughs> if the Bears' defense is atrocious, man. So Mike Evans, Baker Mayfield may have a field day with Mike Evans, dude. He might because the Bears' defense is so bad. Oh my goodness! I don't have anything else to say. Mm-mm. I don't. I think it's going to be a bad game. I don't, I don't know really what's going to happen. That game to be honest. I don't know what's going to happen. It's just it's just going to be ugly. It's going to Justin be Fields MVP season starts. This oh game. God! Starts now. All those people that Brandon said are going to lose their houses, they're actually moving into mansions. Oh, okay. Yeah, they don't they don't have a house anymore. They have a mansion. All right, we'll see. Y'all had to bring that up, didn't yeah. you? Moving on. Seahawks at Lions. Lions are favored by five and a half. Uh, I'm staying away from this game completely. I have no clue what's going to happen. The, I feel like the Lions are being overhyped for beating the Chiefs last week. Yep. And the Seahawks got blown out by the Rams, um, which no one saw any of that game, apparently. Apparently, it didn't actually happen. <laughs> they just put a score. Yeah. Um, so, I have no clue what to expect from the Seahawks. I think they're still a good team. And I think the lines are a little overhyped. But, I'm, yeah, I'm just staying away from the game completely. So. I'm with Ben. Like, I don't know, everyone gave their takes on the, um, the Chiefs and Lions game. But whenever I watched it, I mean, I didn't pay attention too much to the Seahawks game. So, I couldn't tell you much about the Seahawks. Um, sounds like they're not as good as they definitely were last year. Um, but... Whenever I watched the Lions, I thought they were good. They did a lot of things really well. They they should probably they. Were, I didn't think they were great. There were some things that they could definitely could have done better. Um, they definitely would be a lot better if they would give Jameer Gibbs the ball more, because Jameer Gibbs would get like seven yards on a carry, and then they put David Montgomery in. He'd barely get two. You're preaching right now. So yes. it's like, and 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 I'm I'm someone that's that's for. Like, slowly, like, 
uh, I guess acclimating a rookie like in the games and not just <laughs> anyway. I think it's different with running backs. Like if your rookie running back just get the dude in there. Rookie running backs get have a lot of success. They really yeah. do. But yeah, week one maybe 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 things were a little different for week one or whatever. Fine. I think that's just the Lions' plan is just that's to have true. David Montgomery wear the defense down and then put Jameer Gibbs in. And The Lions just are going to have a second running back that ruins the other running back's fantasy potential. That's just the way they are. They're always going to do that. It's all, always going to be that way. Jameer Gibbs played absolutely amazing, and then um, David Montgomery ended up getting the touchdown. So I'm yep. pretty sure David Montgomery outscored Jameer Gibbs in fantasy. It's going to be Gibbs... And Montgomery is going to be exactly the same as Swift and Jamal Williams was last year. It's the exact same thing. It'll be exactly the same. Possible. Aiden Hutchinson, I'm telling you guys. He's a beast. Like, I'm not, like... Defensive I'm, player I'm of the year. I'm trying not to... Rookie defensive player of the year, for sure. He's, I'm not, he's not a rookie. This is the same. Oh, year. really? Yeah. What, what did Hutchinson. he do all year last year? idiot picked off Justin Fields. He was injured, the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that play. I'm pretty sure he was injured, too, wasn't he? But he was hurt for anyway, okay. what I what I would say if Aiden Hutchinson comes out and has an impact this game like he did in the other game, you have to start putting him in that conversation. Oh like God. I know it's early, obviously it's only week two. Yeah. Everybody's like getting on all fours from Micah Parsons. He, right he's now. gonna win it. So but like yeah. you have to at least put Aiden Hutchinson yeah. in that conversation. You should put him up there. Like it seemed like every single play that dude was in the backfield. Mm-hmm. So I mean I just, that's if my, Micah Parsons doesn't get hurt, he's winning that reward. I got this. Nobody else is even going to compete with him as long as the Cowboys aren't don't have like a losing record. But as long as they're like five hundred or above, he's he'll win it. Um, I, I agree. I'm winning five games, which is I'm, stupid. I'm me. also staying away from this game. But if I were to bet on this game, I would go with the Seahawks plus five and a half. Um, I mm. I think the Lions are a little overhyped, and I think the Seahawks are a little undervalued right now. Um, but anyway, moving on. Raiders at Bills. The Bills, even after that atrocious performance against the Jets, are favored by nine and a half points. That is insanity. Yeah. I mean, wow. Um, that shows you how much that the, uh, the odds makers think about the Raiders beating the Broncos. (laughs) They don't think much about that at all. Because, I mean, goodness. when is the last time we've seen a team with a losing record favored by nine and a half against a team with a winning record? Like, that's that's pretty crazy. Yeah, I don't I don't even think it's that. I just think oh, I know it's, it's not that. It's it's not that. Just I, I don't understand why. But like everybody is just so on the Bills train because of Josh Allen. Like and it is specifically a Josh Allen thing. At right. This point. Yeah, you're right. Like I just I, I don't understand it. I I guess it, it, with Josh Allen has been so good the last few years that I, I don't I don't want to just after week one just say oh Josh Allen's like in the gutter and like the right. Bills aren't going to be good this year. It's also week one. I don't want to overhype week one and like assume that the way the way every team looked at week one is how they're going to look the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. So I mean I I think it's fair. I'm still not listen. I know they beat my team. They beat the Broncos. I'm still not bought in on on the Raiders either. Uh something that's I my take. Something I find interesting about the Bills too is I'm there's more and more stuff coming out about this Stefan Diggs situation. Yeah. It, it sounds like Stefan Diggs highly respects Josh Allen, 
and doesn't respect a single other person in the entire building. He just hates everyone, doesn't listen to anybody, does whatever the heck he wants to do all the time, and nobody he won't li- he won't listen to anybody. And when you're you got a player doing that, and it's the player that's supposed to get the most targets, that's going to cause issues for several different levels of of the team organization. Uh, starting with the other receivers on the team, there's going to be problems with other receivers on the team, and if those other play others when those other receivers are having problems with Stephon Diggs, it's going to lead to problems with Josh Allen, and, and it's and and then it goes from there. It goes up and then it go, leaves from there. It goes to offensive coordinator, then it goes to head coach, then it goes to GM. It it goes. I mean, what Stephon Diggs is doing, if this is all true. He can single-handedly bring down this organization by himself, and that's a disaster because he's so good they can't just bench him because he's being an idiot. They have to have him out there. So it's it's not a good situation, and if something doesn't get fixed soon, the Bills are not going to make the playoffs, and I think mm-hmm. it all stems with Stephon Diggs. Um, with all that being said, I still have the Bills. I mean, I'm not betting on this game, but if I were, I were, I would bet the Bills to cover this nine and a half. That's how good I think the whole roster is and how much I still believe in Josh Allen. Is it crazy that I actually want to take the Raiders to cover? Yeah, not, I mean, that's not crazy. Like, that's I nine really, and a half like, points. I genuinely think the Raiders could cover that. Yeah. Now, w- them winning is another thing. Right. I don't know if I believe they're good enough to beat, I mean, yeah. to beat the Bills. That is still, you know, even taking Josh Allen aside, that is still a extremely talented team. Yeah. But, I mean, the Raiders, after them, just... Dude, Jim, Jimmy G, I thought looked good. He did mm-hmm. And I mean, I yeah. don't. No. But... Another thing you got to think: Devonte also has a hamstring. So everybody has a hamstring. It, right yeah, now. literally everybody. It, well, I... I hope he has a hamstring. <laughs> <laughs> well, is that the first thing you've said in twenty minutes? <laughs> I think. I think what might make a difference. I'm trying to remember the guy's name. The one that I literally thought was paralyzed because he got straight up. Uh, to out. Um. Why am I? I can't remember um, right now. I can picture his... His last name starts with an A. I just can't think. Um, Kareem Jackson... Dang it, bro. What is his name? Kareem Jackson laid him out, and he, he definitely has a concussion. So. Jacoby Myers. Yes, yes thank you. Jacoby Myers. Last yes, name starts with I was an A. Think, bro, I was thinking... Um, yeah. By the way, I didn't look that up. I, I had that from the... From congrats. Yeah. You know everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jacoby Myers... Played really, really well. He did. Um, and so I think... I, he's probably not going to be available for this game. No, I think that'll make a big difference too. Yeah. Because they'll, they'll be able to... The Bills will be able to put um, a, lot, a lot more focus on Devontae Adams now. Yeah. And I don't know who else... I guess they have Hunter Renfro still. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Hunter Renfro is still as good as he has been in the past few years or what. Uh, he didn't really make much of a difference last week. Uh, I just don't they use him, bro. It's yeah, just, that shocked me, dude, because I, I thought for sure it was going to be like shallow dump-offs like crazy. That's why I was so high on Hunter Renfro, but that's not what they did. They were throwing it downfield. Mm-hmm. It shocked me, dude. I've grown up a little bit. It looked pretty good. Now, the Raiders' defense is still atrocious. So, the, I mean, the Bills could score 40 points. You know, they, they could, because I, I still think the Raiders are just terrible. Speaking? Their defense. Sorry. Were you done? Yes. Okay. Uh, I saw this chart. The top two teams that move the ball the most efficiently in week one 
The Broncos and the Raiders. <laughs> That's the bad defenses right there, bro. But, but listen, here's the bro. They both <laughs> they still that scored what that. But that that's why that's why I was so confused when I was trying to figure out my thoughts on the Broncos, um, because they they moved the ball really well. Russell Wilson looked good. They just sucked in the red zone, mm-hmm. and and. And the Raiders sucked in the red zone. It's a Russell Wilson problem. No, it is not. Not. I mean, I'm not trying to change. I think it may be. No, it's not. He was terrible in the red zone last year. He was terrible (laughs) in the red zone with the Seahawks. Yeah, I mean, it it could be something there. But the Raiders were also bad in the red zone. Yeah, but but this has been uh, multiple. Like this was all year last year for the Broncos. Okay, I I I'm not I'm not going to just admit that quite yet. I'm done trashing on the Broncos. If it's, we'll wait yes. now. No, I'm taking, I'm for, taking for your now. takes with a grain of salt, bro. Right <laughs> but if if like the n- next week, for sure the week after that, by week three, it's still the same issue. I will I will admit it's a it's a Russell Wilson issue, and he just sucks in the red zone. But he's a great deep ball thrower. But when you're in the red zone, you don't need a deep ball anymore. That's the thing. No. Well, that's what we thought. Javante Williams would just run down right. everyone's. Is everybody okay? We I'm good. What are you laughing at, bro? I'm tired. I heard something else. <laughs> Just kidding. I have to go back and listen to that exactly. I'm gonna hear anything. Like everybody, ball thrower. Everybody, rewind the podcast by about thirty seconds and see what Ben just is laughing at. Because I don't know. I don't know. What? I'm assuming had something. It was nothing. That's what it was. I think I know it. Yeah, I I get you. All right, we're moving on. Yes, thank you. Chargers at Titans. Are you are you still gonna say thank you to that? Chargers at Titans. So Chargers are favored by three points. What what do you think, Tanner? Wait. I mean it's basically six because the Titans get three just for being at home. So what? What I don't know. Let's I don't just know. Two, two. Like I don't know. Like I've got see, I've got mixed I've got mixed feelings about this game. Like I've, I've got mixed emotions. Cause like being realistic. I am so freaking down on Ryan Tannehill right now. Like, I'm legitimately at the point where I'm like, bench him, put in somebody else. But at the same time, I'm really hoping that all the hate that he's got, he's going to turn around. And and see, this is what kills me about the Titans, okay? I'm not going on another We're rant We're not going right to spend here. 10 minutes. No, I know. I'm not going on another rant right here, I swear. Okay. I would but, love it if you did. It's... <laughs> It's the games that, like, you expect or you think the Titans will win, we lose. But it's the games that nobody expects us to win that we win. It's true. Like, it it is. The Bills on Monday Night Football. Literally, the year before last, when we were the first team in Pat Mahomes' history or Pat Mahomes' career to keep him out of the end zone, when they literally only put up three against us, that was against the Titans. So, like, I, I'm just, I'm, they play with my emotions so much. I say all that to say, I am so up in the air about this game. We can win it and we can lose it. And I feel like it's honestly, it, it's going to come down again to the defensive line. Obviously, if they can control the line of scrimmage like they've done against the Saints. I feel like for the most part we're going to have control of that ball game, but we have to utilize Derrick Henry more. You have to. You cannot let Derrick Henry go back to the locker room at the end of this game without less than twenty rushes. You cannot. Like it is absolutely. It, if it is, 
I'm not going to say that, but you can't. Like, I was... I was about to say Tim Kelly cannot have a job if he, but I'm. I just said it, even though I said I wasn't going to say it. You need it, to see more than two games from him. I, I do, yeah. but that's probably just my my anxiety going into it. But someone... I don't. I I think. I think our secondary. I think our secondary should be okay, but once again, that's why I was talking about the offensive line can pretty much control it, is we can't fall into a situation once again like we did last game. Do I think that we're not going to give up one or two big plays? It's going to happen. I mean, literally, Justin Herbert is a the quarterback. They have a lot of talent on the offensive side, so it can't be one of those things we give up one play and it's amplified even more because our offense is not getting right. it done. So if you if you shut down Austin Eckler, hmm. which I think the Titans can do, if it, we keep him under fifty yards, I'll be oof. I'll be if we keep him under fifty. I think if you keep him, I think the goal should be seventy. Keep him under seventy yards. Seventy total or rushing? Rushing. Total total. I would keep say, him under hundred total. You're I was going to say eighty if we can keep him under eighty total, and that's I tough, think dude. I think that's doable. I really do. By how. By how our offensive line looked last week, which I realize it's two completely different teams. They didn't have Kamara, you know. You're talking about your defensive line last yeah, week? Yeah, if our defensive line can play like they did and dominate like they did against the Saints, it very well could happen. Yeah. But our offensive line has got to be a lot better. We can't have false starts. And I don't really – part of me really wants to – take a lot of the pressure off the offensive line that we saw last week and put it more on the coaching staff because I don't credit a lot of those false starts on the offensive line. I credit that on the coaching staff because a lot of those false starts were one because they were literally in they were literally sitting in stance for over 10 seconds before the ball was even set. I don't know what like was you going can't on. you can't that do was that. that was really weird. You can't I, do that. So um, I think that Ryan Tannehill could have a 250, two-touchdown type game, yeah. and Derrick Henry could have maybe a 121 touchdown game. Yeah. I think if we have to – bare minimum, we have to put up at least 24 to win this game, I feel like. Yeah. And I agree. that you have to have Ryan yeah. Tannehill to do that. You did, you did remind me of something that I had completely forgot about. I, I know this fact was true at some point last year. I think it's still true. Let me know if I'm wrong, Tanner. But Mike Vrabel has never lost as a home underdog, ever. And whenever they're the underdog yeah. as a home team, he has never lost. I actually don't know that stat. But legitimately, that would not surprise that, me. That was because true. Mike that was true at some point last year, but I don't know if it I don't know if he lost one of those last year or not. Mike Vrabel it wouldn't surprise me, and like I said, that's the thing about the Titans, man. It would not surprise me if we come out and we win this game on yeah. Sunday. Pretty it nice. wouldn't. Like, would they play with my emotions? 1,000%. <laughs> but it wouldn't surprise me because it's the games that nobody thinks that we will win. That it's like, that's when we play our best. And I love that, personally, as a Titans fan. Right. Even though I feel like it takes years off my life. <laughs> I absolutely love that as a Titans fan. Because we're going to be, even, I know this is really jumping forward, but even in the playoffs, 
Like, we're going to be, I don't care if we're the number one seed. We're going to be the underdog in every single playoff game we play if we make it that far. I was saying if we make it that far. So, I mean, even if we ended up making a playoff every single game, we're going to be the underdog because we're the freaking Titans. Like, that's that's how it goes. We're the bottom feeders of the NFL in everybody else's eyes. I don't understand. But anyway, I've probably said too much, but that was my, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's kind of my opinion on it. If I may sound really stupid here. Oh, okay. Hit us. So, (laughs) well, before I say this, uh, did did Mike Vrabel make comments on how he has seen a lot of improvements from Leek Willis and how he's been impressed with him so this in, season? So in camp, he was don't you don't raving. You do that, he, he asked me, Brandon. He <laughs> was raving about the strides that Malik had made. The thing about Malik, okay, here's here's my biggest thing. His highs are so high. Like his highs, he makes those plays where you're like. I love, like, I love what I'm seeing. Even against the rush that he, the touchdown rush that he had against the Bears before Will Levis came in, that was like a holy cow. Like he's making, he's making plays. But at the same time, he's gonna come out and make a dumb interception that you're like, bro, what were you thinking? So So it sounds like he's like he's like Jameis Winston. A little. So you you said a little bit, but at the same time, and that that's the thing that's frustrating. I don't even not even to me, just Titans fans in general. Like at the quarter at the quarterback position, I don't in it, it taking the Titans out of this completely. Like you can't have a quarterback that his highs are great, but once again, he's gonna make just those dumb plays where you just leave the entire team just dumbfounded. So Josh like Allen? you can't do that. Josh Allen, yes, that's why I'm not high on Josh Allen. But anyway, so go ahead. my my point of asking is, I'm just trying to see how likely it might be it, if, in the scenario that Ryan Tannehill comes out and plays as bad as he is, and he he alone is losing the game for the Titans. And you don't want to put a rookie and Will Levis in and like destroy his confidence. How likely is it that you put Malik Willis out there? Let me let me say this before you jump in, Brad. If you look in the two thousand the two thousand nineteen season when the Titans, and I'm not comparing the two, I'm just saying the two thousand nineteen season when the Titans ended up making that playoff push, that was the year that Tannehill that Mariota was benched for Tannehill. That was six games when he was benched. So I see Mike Vrabel knowing that the quarterback situation is what it is in Tennessee. Okay. I don't think that he has a ton of faith in Malik. I also don't think, and we pretty much all know that Will Levis is not ready to go out there. Do I think we should, do I think he should be put in before Malik personally? That's just me. Y'all want to talk about it. I'll talk about it. If not, we'll move on. Okay. But I see him doing sort of the same situation now that he did then. It was game number six. I see him giving Tannehill that much of a leash. Maybe not six, maybe four, maybe five. If Tannehill, it would have to be another terrible game like he had against the Saints for him to pull Ryan Tannehill in game two or three. Because I feel like Tannehill has such a big leash in Vrabel's eyes because of the quarterback situation. But that's just my personal opinion. So you re- you referenced the 2019 season when Ryan Tannehill came in for Marcus Mariota. Mm-hmm. Tannehill, even though he struggled with the Dolphins, he was a a capable backup quarterback that everybody trusted. 
could do things. That he he's shown that he can do things in the NFL. He can play. All in so we don't have that this year. You don't have a backup. But the Malik Willis That's my that's what I was saying. Yeah, and Malik Willis, you you mentioned his highs and his lows being what highs are you talking about, bro? Because we've seen him play in the NFL, and it's mm-hmm. all been lows. There's been no highs. Most of the highs that I've seen him are with his legs, and he has you're, you're talking good, about he has made some good throws. And you're talking about preseason. I'm talking about actual NFL games. I'm talking about preseason, and even a couple of plays that he made last year, like in the regular season. Okay, like I, I know. I'm saying they're few. Like I'm not saying that he had that absolutely breakout game. Like, that's not what I'm saying whatsoever. When I say the highs, I'm talking about the plays that he makes that makes you sit back and go, he could be something. So He could be. Your highs, that's the highs that I'm saying. Your highs that you're talking about are the same plays that Justin Fields makes when everybody goes crazy about the heat. I knew that. Is that what you're saying? I knew you. Like, that's what you're saying, though, right? Because it's the same kind of highs that people go crazy about with Justin Fields, right? You break the, the pocket collapses on him. He freaks out. He runs around, jukes two guys out, and then he breaks free because everybody else is spread out, and he gets like forty yards downfield. Does that? Those are the kind of plays you're talking about. In a way, I will say that I do believe. Well, I can't. I can't say that because I really haven't seen. I haven't seen Malik in as much game action, obviously, like I have Justin. So I really can't say that. But obviously. Am I at training camp? No, I'm not at training camp, okay? I mean, that goes without saying. Have I seen as much of Malik as every other player has or most analysts? No, I have not. I'm going off of how hard Mike Vrabel was on him last year to what Mike Vrabel is saying about this year. Now, has he fallen in love with Malik? Obviously not, but if Vrabel is commenting on the strides that Malik has made in training camp. He must have been impressing in training camp. Now, do I take a lot of account into training camp? I can't because apparently Ryan Tannehill had an MVP California caliber <laughs> training camp. That's what and I heard too. <laughs> he made me need to go to the altar literally Sunday. So Dude, like I, I want to ask you this. How bad was your defense in training camp, bro? I, our defense, bro, that must be how it is. Our defense must have been <laughs> atrocious in training camp. But, oh um, gosh. yeah, but anyway, going going back on topic, I can see, I can very well see the Titans come out and win this game. If that happens, one, we got to tr- we gotta control the line, of, the line of scrimmage. We have to make Justin Fields, Justin Fields, good grief, Justin Herbert <laughs> get the ball out fast. Because of pressure. Yeah. That way you can keep receivers in front and not have to worry about bombs over the top. Don't, don't. And then Tannehill, I'm sorry, right? You cannot. We need at bare minimum 200, 250 yards, at least two touchdowns. And yeah. we need at least 20 carries from Derrick Henry in this game. Yeah. I I do I think I think the Ryan Tannehill two hundred to two fifty passing yards is more likely than the Derrick Henry twenty carries. Uh, I just I just think that I think that the way they're calling plays and the way they're using it just looks like they don't want to use Derrick Henry very much at all. I and, think they're wanting to save him, but right. that's what's so frustrating to me is okay, you wanting to save Derrick Henry. 
Huh? Yeah. What are you saving him for, bro? Yeah, like it, it, like you can't you can't keep re- relying on Ryan Tannehill to lead the Titans to when you have well, Derrick okay. Henry. Well, what I say, you need to feed Derrick Henry the ball and have him run everyone over and over and over right. and over and over. Like, but what what I'm he's saying, that guy. What I'm saying, they're they're not gonna they don't want to use Derrick Henry. I'm not saying that they're going to rely on Ryan Tannehill. I'm saying they're going to use Tajay Spears a lot. And I'm complete look. Spears is good. He's they, really good. That could be, and it may be my Titans fandom coming out, but I agree. Derrick Henry and Tajay Spears could be. This is very much a could, because obviously I'm going off one game. Right. If they are used right, it could be one of the best one-two punches in the entire NFL. I completely agree. Like, it, it could be. But you have to give Derrick Henry more than 15 carries. Yeah. Especially when he's putting 15 for 64, 15 for yeah. 65. Like, it's not like he's getting two yards a carry. Like, he's giving you valuable rushes. My my take on, on that duo is I'm fine with it being them using Spears a lot. Mm-hmm. But week one, Spears got more snaps than Derrick Henry did. That shouldn't happen. It was, I think, Derek. Derek got fifteen. No, no, I'm talking about snaps. I'm not talking about carries. Oh, you're I'm talking, talking snaps. Sna- okay, yeah, yeah. yeah he so, did. No, he did. One hundred percent. So I, I'm okay with it almost being fifty fifty, but I do think Derrick Henry should be fifty one. I think Derrick Henry should be on the field for fifty one percent of the snaps, and Tajay Spears should be on the field for forty nine percent of the snaps. One of the good things, and I'll say this, and then we really do need to move on. But one of the things that I love about bringing Tajay into this offense and one of the things that really could benefit us is if you look at it last year, one of the things that drove me crazy about Todd Downing's offense is every time that Derrick Henry was out, you automatically knew we were throwing the ball. Right. We were the most predictable offense in the entire NFL. Right. Now that we have Tajay... Yes, most of the time when Derrick Henry comes out, we're more than likely going to run the ball, but you have that one-two punch now to where right. you can at least keep defenses on your toes now. Yeah, I agree. So. All right, we need to move on. Ravens at Bengals. Bengals are favored by three points. Both teams, neither team looked great last week, uh, but the Ravens were playing against the Texans, so they got to win. I think the Bengals are probably going to blow out the Ravens this week. Bengals by at least 10. Yeah. I don't think the Bengals will play as bad as they did last week. No way. I think that was a wake-up call, and they're going to get their crap together. I agree. What do you think, Ben? Also, Jamar Chase, quit running your mouth, you idiot. (laughs) All right. I think the Bengals' offense will show up, but I also think this game could honestly be a – shootout as well and I know it's uh the same division so those na- games are usually lower scoring games over under is 40 yeah in this game by the way Dude, 40 flat that's I should have bet I should have bet the over on this yeah. because the Ravens offense did oh, sorry sorry I'm looking at the wrong that was Colts Texans my bad <laughs> okay <I was laughs> that makes sense <laughs> 46 Jeez. and a half 46 and a half. Is That's a little better. I would probably still take the over. I'm not going to bet on it, but I would still probably think it's going to be over. Um, I think the Ravens get their offense a little more figured out. Lamar has a better game. 
I don't think the Bengals' defense is as good as it has been the past few years. Um, they weren't able to re-sign Jesse Bates, and we've already talked about the impact that he's made on the Falcons. So losing him hurts. Um, and the Bengals' offense is just – they're going to get it figured out. They're not going to have another week like last week. So I agree. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think the Ravens are going to do that great, but, but the defense, the Bengals I think the Bengals will great. win. Yeah. But. Anything to add, Tanner? Mm. No. no. Okay. Y'all pretty much, y'all pretty much hit it. All right. Next up, the Colts and Texans. Like I said, over under at forty, so not much is expected from these offenses, as you can imagine. Uh, the Colts are favored by one point. The media's gonna love this, bro. <laughs> Anthony Richardson and CJ Stroud. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, they're just gonna be drooling over. This. <laughs> what thing- rookie you want more? I mean, <laughs> this this is gonna be the annoying part right here. Whichever one of them wins this game, one of them has to win. Whichever one wins, the media is going to go crazy over that guy, as if he is the next savior over a team. And it's going to be one of them. Are we sure that Anthony Richardson is playing in this game? Uh, we would have heard more about him if it, it, if he wasn't going to be playing. We would heard we would have heard. Did more he about practice him. today? Who can, I don't care if he practiced today or not. Did he hurt or something? He he had a knee bruise on his rushing touchdown. He got a knee bruise. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was a hit. I thought he it got. A it was a shoulder. Oh no, it wasn't a concussion. It was he got he got it. He hurt his shoulder and his knee at the, on the same play. But I think the knee was a little more serious. It was a it was a bruise to the knee. Anyway, he he should play, but I was just asking if we're a hundred percent positive. I'm like ninety eight percent sure he's, he's going to get killed if he doesn't start sliding though. Yeah, like every single one of those rushes, yeah. he was lowering his shoulder, bro. I'm t- I'm taking the Colts on this. I'm, I'm taking sorry. I'm taking the Texans on this. Oh. Um, I actually think they're a part of my parlay. I have them on the money line. Uh, I just think they're going to win the game just because I think Anthony Richardson is that bad. Uh, I think C.J. Shroud is bad, too. Anthony Richardson's uh, – C.J. Shroud has a better team uh, offense around him in general. Um, and I think he's not as bad as Anthony Richardson. So, I, I'll take the I'll take the Texans. I'm taking Colts, bro. I'm, you I'm don't actually... like Michael Pittman or Alec Pierce <laughs> or the uh, – no. I forget what rookie receiver they got. Um, no. I just think they're, they're big guys that – I mean, why? I don't. I don't see much talent there. I don't. Yeah, I'll take the smaller dude that can run routes over the big guy that can catch a jump ball all day. Anyways, would be better off spending more time on the next game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next one's a good one. Chiefs at Jaguars. Chiefs are favored by three and a half. This is going to be interesting. This is not enough. Is Travis I, Kelsey playing? I I I don't know, but if he, do, I will be shocked if he doesn't play. I I my mind will be blown. If he doesn't play. I will be, honestly, well, I'm really interested in this game uh, to see how the Jags play because um, I'm really high on them. I'm really high on Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I'll probably be interested in every Jags game, honestly. Yeah. Um, but I'm also more interested to see in uh, how the Chiefs bounce back from week one and see, yeah. if, especially if Travis Kelsey doesn't play, see if the receivers – Mm-hmm. Play any better than they did last Can week. Can we take a minute, especially Kadarius Tony, on all the Kadarius Tony memes that are going around? No, we don't got time. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. Uh, no, I, I kind of hope that the Jaguars win this game, and the reason I, I do, I, I would love if the Jags won this game because it'll make the Chiefs zero and two, and it will be media gold, bro. Because because they're going to come back. Even if they, if the Chiefs start zero and two, 
the Chiefs are going to come back throughout the season. They will make the playoffs, okay? They're not going to miss the playoffs. So it'll be interesting to see them climbing their way back from that hole throughout the season. It will be that'll make it very interesting. So I kind of hope that does happen. I, I can't. You can't. I, what? I can't, bro. You I'm can't gonna what? be pulling for the Chiefs. I can't bring oh, myself as a to Titans pull for fan. the Jaguars. I uh, can't. So if I'm Tra- sorry, Gabe, I love you, bro, but I'm not. I can't. <laughs> if Travis Kelsey plays. I think the Chiefs obliterate the Jaguars. Really? You think obliterate? Um, I don't think they're going to obliterate them, even, I, if, even with Travis like Kelsey. Chris Jones. They also signed Chris Jones to do a contract. Chris Jones is back. That makes it. Di- that makes mm-hmm. anyway. I think that's a bigger difference than Travis Kelsey. come back. I can't believe that guy. That guy sat out. But was still at the game. Yeah. That cracked me up so much. That was a baller move. He had, he had <laughs> fans around him like, "Yo, dude, Chris Jones, what up, bro?" Like that was in the cool. stands, bro. That was so fun. Um, anyway, go ahead. I gained some respect for Chris Jones. I did that. I don't even care. Uh, yes. I like it. Go ahead. Y'all butt hurt, man. Like, go ahead. Man. Oh, I don't. You got interrupted. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just. I'll save it for the Broncos game. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next up, you're going to hear it. Broncos smack. Mm. Next up, 49ers at Rams. The 49ers are favored by seven and a half. Needs to be higher. I agree. I, I'm not buying the Rams just because I don't remember them playing. So, <laughs> so I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the 49ers. I don't have I don't I didn't actually bet on it, but if I did, I, I would go with the 49ers to cover seven and a half. It's just because I'm so high on the 49ers. 49ers are good, dude. They're, Brock Purdy, oh man, the whole team. Brandon Ayuk, I mean Christian McCaffrey, like the defense. I mean, that's a really that may be the best team in the NFL right now. They may be. They're really good. Anything to add, Ben? No, man, man it's so bad. Ben's just going through, bro. He's just saving hey, everything for the Broncos. If I saw it, if I thought his butt hurt over getting interrupted no. once, as Ben is right now, I wouldn't be here. That's not. I wouldn't hang out with you guys ever again. This isn't even just a butt hurt thing. I'm literally. I just don't have anything to add to this game. Like, okay. there's just not much to talk about. I don't remember the Rams playing. I didn't see a single second of Rams playing football last week, so there's nothing for me I, to say. I feel like no, no. It's like nobody. The media, the media didn't care about it. The only <laughs> thing I saw from that was Gino you know, Smith going, "Oh my god!" Fantastic. <laughs> 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 was the only thing that they wanted to show. <laughs> like uh, Gino Smith is all of us when we see Aaron Donald choking. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> He didn't care if he got in or he said, I don't want the ball anymore, bro. All right, next anyway. one. Giants at Cardinals. Giants are favored by six points. They got the Cardinals. Uh, whatever. I don't, I don't <laughs> buy that for one second. I I think the Giants are going Oh well, I'm going to hold back a little bit. I was about to say I think the Giants are going to explode in this game and go off. But Darren Waller... His hamstring injury seems like it may be a little serious than first thought. So it is the same hamstring. Yeah. So if he can't go, or even if he's just severely limited, it, it may not be as good. Uh, if he's playing, I think the Giants are are going to obliterate the Cardinals. But if he's not playing, it may be interesting because the Giants just don't have anybody to throw to. Nope, they don't. So, uh, gosh, it's a scary one. I'm still going to go Giants. I I do have the Giants on my parlay for minus six, but. If if Darren Waller isn't going to play, that's very scary. Anything to add, guys? I wasn't listening to what you were saying. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in the background, I, behind the scenes. I, I have missed something. Some stuff happened under the table. <laughs> what? 
Good grief. You can say that, Frank, on a podcast. <laughs> subscribe to the Patreon if you want to learn more about it. <laughs> so what game were we talking about? We were talking about the Giants at Columbus. Oh, yeah, that's right. Dobbs is going to throw for like 300 yards this game. Okay, you got went. Dobbs over 300? Did you, oh, why yeah. didn't you put a bet on that? I did. You did? Yeah. Okay, all right, cool. All right. I think the Cardinals are better than people think. Just because they hung with your commanders? You flip-flop so much. I never said the Cardinals were as trash as you guys did. You, you Literally you preseason, agreed. you were saying they weren't going to win an entire game. You like agreed you, they were the worst team. I said right. they were the worst team coming into the season, and then they played better than I expected last year. <laughs> you're just covering for your commanders, dude. That's all you're doing right now. Okay, whenever they win this game, don't come at me. Man, you should have made the commanders your representation team, not the Falcons. I, I like the Falcons. Hey, if it rains, the Giants are screwed, bro, because they can't play in the rain. <laughs> it's at Arizona, so it won't be raining. The Giants just don't have any receivers, regardless of whether it's raining or not. Yeah, so if Darren Waller's out and and Wanda Robinson's not back yet, it's it may be rough. The over-under for this game is 39. Oh, gosh. They think both offenses are <laughs> yeah. trash. I, I wish I had seen that. I would have taken the over. 39 is crazy low. That's low, low. Anyway. All right, move on. We, we've already, we spent like two minutes on this game. It's, that's too long. Moving on. Jets at Cowboys. Cowboys are favored by nine and a half. Okay. Now, I want to say this. Cowboys defense. I'm a Cowboys hater, and I'm a Jets backer. Like, I, I hype up the Jets a lot. I still think if I was betting, I would take the Cowboys nine and a half, minus nine and a half right here. Mm-hmm. That Cowboys pass rush is going to be all over Zach Wilson in this game. He is going to be freaking out. He's going to yes, look. Sir. He's going to look awful this game. He's going to look super bad, yes, and sir. the media is going to be talking about all these other kind of quarterbacks that the Jets should be signing and all this and all that. Everybody needs to calm down. It's just a terrible matchup for the Jets. This is an awful, awful matchup. Okay, and they're going to get obliterated. But people need to chill out. The Jets aren't going to be as bad as they look in this game, and the Cowboys are not as good as they're going to look in this game. So everybody, after this game, calm down. I'm warning you beforehand, just relax, okay? It's not as big of a deal as it looks like, okay? I hated all the Aaron Rodgers memes except for one, and it was um, it showed him sitting down like right after the huddle. He had him just sitting down, and it said Aaron Rodgers when he realizes he has to play the Cowboys defense next week. <laughs> All right, that's all. Jets, just have Zach Wilson drop back. Don't have your receivers do anything, but just run forward and just check down to Brees Hall all game <laughs> for my fantasy team. Please do it. You, that's a good way to get. That's a good way to get Brees Hall hurt in this game, bro. I don't know if you want that. You, I mean, you, if you the might pass rush is go, if the pass rush is going after Zach Wilson, just have him just like run up to the side. And Brees just, Hall is going to be blocking the whole game if they're passing. Yeah. At, I just don't think there's anything the Jets could do. I don't know what to tell them. Every day is going to be bad. Yeah, honestly, I would love to take the Jets at 9.5 here, but I still don't think Zach Wilson is ready, and that pass rush combined with how bad the Jets' offensive line looked last week, it's yeah. going to be a problem. Yeah, so. It's going to be an issue. All right. Moving on. Commanders at Broncos. Here we go. Ben versus Gabe. <laughs> This is our first team representation versus team representation. No, it's not. Oh, wait, 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 you've got the Commanders, that's right. You don't have the Commanders. I mean, you have the- you're not a true Falcons fan, bro. You've been hyping up the Commanders a lot more than the Falcons, I'll tell you that. Well, it's because the Falcons aren't ready yet. 
All right. So let's let's. Who wants to go first, Gabe or Ben? Go for it, Gabe. You take the floor. Okay. No, you go because I don't know what to think. <laughs> the fact that the commanders are underdogs in this game is absolutely absurd. All right. Um, to be fair, they barely hung with the Cardinals. The Broncos just lost to the Raiders. <laughs> they barely hung with the Cardinals. Everyone thought the Cardinals were going to be the worst team in the league, bro. Losing to the Raiders is more embarrassing than barely beating the Cardinals. Bro, people... Are you, really? Yes. <laughs> people thought the Cardinals were going to win a game. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Did they win a game? <clears throat> Was your team favored last week and they lost? That I, I remember that. The Broncos were favored. They were. They were. They were? Yeah. Okay, so? And they're favored again this week. I'm and sorry, our about kicker start, sucks. They're about to start 0-2. Our, our, kicker, our kicker went on the field what, at three times. And if he hits two of – wait, he missed He missed two, made one. If he hits those two, bro, which one was an extra point, if he hits the extra point, it at least goes to overtime. Dude. If he hits, if he hits the field goal, then we for sure win. If you all start this season 0-2 with two home games and games <laughs> that you're both favored in – that you all might not win a single game this season. It's it's bad, dude. Oh, kiss my ass, bro. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> all right. In all honesty though, I'm really part of that was just to have fun with Gabe. I really do think the commanders are going to win this game easily. That is my honest opinion. So I think Pat Sertan shuts down Brian Robinson Jr. And so you use a running back. You, what you mean? Wait, who's who's, who's the receiver? Taylor uh, Terry McLaurin, Terry McLaurin, and Jahan Dotson. Wait, Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson, and then they ha- Brian Robinson is the running back. My bad. And then they also have <laughs> Curtis Samuel. So receiver. they're gonna throw the ball to themselves. Wait, catch it. Did 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 Brian Robinson have a receiving touchdown last week though? Yes. Okay. He yeah. My bad. I got anyway. I got the mix up. Yeah. Yeah. He did have a receiving touchdown last yes. week. Okay. But they're going to throw Forget the I said that himself. <laughs> I remember, well, I remember he, because I have him on fantasy, so he got me like a receiving the, touchdown. The fantasy one. Wait, but you I'll, have him in fantasy, so the little running back icon is right next to him, and you still didn't know he's a running back? I had him in the flight. I got him like later in the draft, and I, and I had him <laughs> in my flex spot. <laughs> I had him in my flex spot. Okay. So it's like I didn't have to pay too much attention if he was a receiver. A running back. Okay. Okay. All right. Anyways, command. Do you either one of you all have anything to say about this game? I'm staying away from the game. I don't. I don't know enough about it. Actually, you're okay. not taking the free points. So I'm okay. really. I'm. Please back me Please. on this, bro. Please say what I what I think you're gonna say. <laughs> You're gonna jump all over. Say it, for this. dude. Just bro, say it. Bro. I would take, I actually think the Broncos are gonna win this. Game. <laughs> I, I, I just don't. I do not believe in the Commanders, bro. Okay. I think it's what I when when push comes to shove, and this is what I think y'all are gonna jump on me for. I do not trust Sam Howell. Like I trust Russell Wilson over Sam Howell. Also, I'm sorry, I do. Wow. Jerry Judy will be will be back this week. I think matter. I think shut up, bro. I think but I think a big issue for last week was our only really talented receiver mm-hmm. we had on the field that yeah. wasn't a rookie was Cortland Sutton. Mm-hmm. So we'll have Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy back on the field, and I think that'll make a big difference. I think that'll make a bit. I just I don't. I'm very I'm very much a what have you done for me lately type. 
So, like, Sam what Howell... What has Russell Wilson done for you in the past 20 years? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Sam Howell almost got beat by the team that you said is the worst in the NFL. Um, Sam Howell is 2-0 and in his game started. Thank you. He so. almost lost to the Cardinals. He's man. about to be 3-0 after he this. He almost week. lost to the Cardinals. The, 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 crowd, the Broncos did lose to the Raiders. The Raiders dude. are better the Raiders than the Cardinals. are night and day better than the Cardinals. Don't even at me at that, man. God, dude. I'm sorry. Don't right. don't even, bro. You are ridiculous. You change your mind every week based on what's going to make you sound better. <laughs> and you are full of crap all the time. I'm not saying that. But it is. I am. <laughs> because he is. I really do think the Broncos win this game. Remember I when mean, this Mr. happened Mr. last Mr. week with the Buccaneers Mr. and the Vikings Mr. game? Mr. Commanders are going to win hey. the Super Bowl. They barely beat the Cardinals. This exact conversation <laughs> This exact conversation happened last week with the Buccaneers and the Vikings. That's all I have to say. Okay. Congrats. We're not talking about the Buccaneers and the Vikings. We'll be talking about this game next week. To the same way we did the Buccaneers-Vikings. Okay. If you think so. There's more on the line in this game than money, folks. God. Right. <laughs> so, All right, the next, Titans next rant week. that I had last week, yeah. it's either going to be a Broncos or a Commanders rant this week. I, I, don't, right. I don't think anything's going to compare to the Titans. Oh, it's going <laughs> to... Dave is going to be losing his mind about Russell Wilson. That's what's going to be happening. Next <laughs> week. But I do want to ask you, Tanner, you, you said you do have the Broncos winning. Do you have them yeah. covering the three and a half? I didn't bet this. Right. I would I would take money, honestly. I okay, think so they you, were straight so up win. But they're favored about the Buccaneers are favored about three. I thought the Commanders were favored. That's why I'm saying this is free money right here. Oh, okay. I thought the I thought it was backwards. I thought the Commanders were favored. Yeah. Um. Honestly, I wouldn't even need the points. I would still take them straight up. I wouldn't even take the three and a half. The Broncos are favored by the Broncos are favored by three. So so money line gets you less money if you wanted the even. I put money line on the Commanders. Yeah. So, but we'll talk about wait, that later. Do you think the Broncos are going to win by three and a half points? Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, that's right. I got that backwards. Will Lutz has still goals, yes. I want to I wanna say yes. Okay. I want to say yes, but I don't need any. I help. could see it coming down to a game winning <laughs> field goal. Okay. All right, next. So. I think the Broncos will expose Sam Howell, and they'll pick him off okay, four times. Next game. All right. Four times. All right, next game. Four. Yes. I'm moving on. Precisely. Dolphins at Patriots. The Dolphins are favored by three. I I would have expected the Dolphins to be favored a little more, just because people tend to hate on the Patriots and love they the Dolphins. They will 20-point the Patriots. Wow. Okay. Uh, this, is, this is a very interesting line. Um, Tom Brady will be there again. I, gosh, dude, I'm a big Patriots backer and a big Dolphins hater, according to according to Tan. One hundred percent. But I think I even I have to go with Dolphins minus three on this one, uh, just because two is still playing. So as long Take as an alternate spread, bro. As long as two is still playing, you know, this isn't going to be easy though. I I don't think the Dolphins are going to blow out the Patriots, but I do think yes. that they can. What win. is blowing out? An NFL blowing out ten points is borderline blowout. Ten points. They will. I would two or three touchdowns. One hundred percent. Okay. The two Patriots did draft two very fast corners in this year's draft. Yeah. So, uh, maybe they, that that was the game plan for to have them on the field against the Dolphins to try yeah, to cover Tyreek and Waddle. But I think just to be different and also to back up my take on, I don't I don't want to base a team a lot off week one. 
I'm going to go with the Patriots to win this, but it's going to be really close. Interesting. Okay. I think if the Dolphins win, they'll blow them out. But if the Patriots win, it'll be close. And I'm going to go with the, the Patriots on this one. <laughs> I'm just Commanders beat the Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> Why, bro? I, wow. Here's here's my my thing is like week one was a very exciting win, mm -hmm. and I I could be wrong. I don't study the Patriots nor do I study the the Dolphins, but I can see the Dolphins being really high off of a week one win, especially with all the hype that the Chargers were getting in the off season, and then coming into the Patriots game, just being a little more relaxed than they were last week and then being off guard. I just, I don't trust the Patriots, man. I'm sorry. Like, I do not trust the Patriots. I hey, just, I think, I think, I think Waddle and Tyreek have field day. I really do. Okay. Like, two or three touchdowns. I am that confident in this. And here, here's the thing. I think if, I think Waddle could go off and have an insane performance. Tyreek Hill isn't going to do that this week. Bill Belichick, well, shut down. his number one goal as a defensive mind every week is their star player will not have a star player game. Now, he can get beat by other guys, but the star player will not have a star player game. It's also so, Tyreek Hill. It's all, I, I agree with like, that. But he, 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 will, he, will shut down he will have a guy under and on top of Tyreek Hill. What is, shut, what is shut down? 50 yards or less. Oh, I, I was going to say 60 or less. 60? Okay, that's fair. Yeah, that is shutting down to you all sixty yards. Is shutting you're talking down. about Tyreek Hill for the number one receiver. Like yeah. when you're he you're gets. that legit. Yeah, yeah, dude. Justin Jefferson's like money line for receiving yards this week is ninety five. Fantastic. Yeah. Justin Jefferson is not Tyreek Hill. You think Tyreek Hill's better than Justin Jefferson? And even if you did, that would just be proving our point. I would more. say so. That that's tough, man. Because my thing is, I think I think Tyreek Hill is one of the only receipt. Maybe unless there's somebody that I'm forgetting, I think Tyreek Hill is probably the only receiver in the NFL that you're genuinely concerned, even him catching a five yard slant route, that he could take it to the house. Yeah, he, he's like, the one you're most concerned with. Sure. Yeah, one one thousand percent, man. AJ like, Brown and Christian Watson. No, they are not. They are not. It's not the same. I agree. I agree with you, Ben. But well, Tyreek Hill's the most because because you got to think of this as like a punt returner. Basically, he said like the only player. Like There's, the only, I'm talking from the a most. speed concern. Yeah. I'm is, talking. Well, Christian Watson is a speed concern. Here's the thing: Christian Watson is actually faster than Tyreek Hill. Full, full speed, but Tyreek Hill is better at reading downfield, and he and he's got more acceleration. I don't know. He can. I just, don't he can. He, I promise you, Christian Watson's best I mean, offense speed this season will be faster than Tyreek Hill's best. I think he speed. could cover uh, more ground possibly just that, because he's that, taller. That yeah, he's faster. I, I get it, but yeah. he has <laughs> he has like a six inch height advantage, yeah, which with a longer. Yeah, Tyreek Hill is more dangerous. Yeah, you you don't want that guy in open space. Yeah. You would rather face Christian Watson in open space than Tyreek Hill, yeah. but Christian Watson actually has more speed. If you're if they already have the edge and they're just trying to beat the entire defense to the end zone, Christian Watson's fast. I would like to see those but if, race actually. But if they actually have to cut across the field, which this is how how Tyreek Hill gets all his big touchdowns, he's cutting across the field multiple times and like changing his direction, and defenders are just tripping all over. And each that, other. That's exactly my point. Yeah. How, yeah. how do you cover that? You can't. You can't press him yeah. because he's just going to run right beside you. You can't play deep on him because once again he's going to catch that five yard slant route. Got, take it to the house. This like, isn't going to stop. This isn't going to stop him. But they will play under him and on top of him the whole game. Both. 
and then two will throw it over his head straight to Jair Alexander. What? Never mind. That that it's, was it's the wrong team. <laughs> My goodness! I was, just, I was just bringing up what happened. That was a terrible throw. <laughs> that, that was was, was that two? Yeah, I didn't even know. Wow, yeah, that was bad. Anyway. Gave the Packers a chance only to blow it against the Lions the next week yeah. or a few weeks later. Anyway, moving on. By the way, that's the Sunday night football game. Should be solid. Should be mm-hmm. a good game. Uh, there's two Monday night games this week. That is weird. Uh, they usually do that week one. Uh, for some reason, they did that week two this year. Don't know why. Um, anyway, first one at 7.16 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. Very interesting start time. 7.16. Saints at Panthers. Saints are favored by three points. I'm all over the Saints in this game. All over them. Who that? Who that? Who that? Okay. Are you a Saints fan now? Yes. Okay. <laughs> this is just because I'm a Falcon. Shout fan, out so to Craig Tipson over here. <laughs> I, I am all over the Saints this game. I, I think I, I think the Saints are going to win easily. Easily. You you agree, disagree, man? What do you think? I, I think the Saints will win. Um. I was hired on them in the regular season. Honestly, they didn't do anything to impress me in the Titans game, nope, though. Not at all. But to be honest, the Panthers didn't really do anything to impress me in the Falcons game either. So nope. Nothing else to say. We're good. Not right. really. Thanks. Well, we'll Moving on to the to the late game, uh, which is this is this is just dumb by the NFL. By I mean, the way, I think this is fantastic. I think this is going to be a great game. Oh, okay. Well, what what I was going to say is dumb is the timing. The first game starts at seven sixteen. The second game starts at eight sixteen. They're okay. they're I, one hour apart. Why? What? I agree. Why are you doing this, NFL? Whoa, whoa, whoa. We, this is ridiculous. Yeah, they're only an hour apart. I don't know what is their broadcast channels. Do we? Does anybody know? Uh, let's see here. I'm gonna go look at it right now. The Monday, Saints play at seven sixteen. One's on eight, ESPN. Eight, one's on well, ESPN, eight, eight, and the eight, other is on ABC. So, like, come on, man. Like, NFL. This is dumb. Anyway, I think, and I disagree with Ben. I think Browns and Steelers is, I, I think it's going to be a nasty, ugly, just atrocious it, football game. It'll be a defensive game. But the reason I'm excited about it, dude, if the Browns start 2-0 and with two division wins, that that's a great start to a season. It's a great start. I yeah. still don't buy it, though. I mean... I think the Steelers will win, but you have them winning the AFC. They yeah, have I, to win this game. Yeah, I think the Steelers will win, but I'm saying like if the Browns do manage to win, they beat the Bengals week one, the Steelers week two. I'm pretty sure those were both road games, right? Were they home last week or were they on the road last week? They were, and they were in Cleveland home. Okay, so never mind. But I mean, if they can start the you're off two division wins against the Bengals and the Steelers. That's a fantastic start to the season. So we have two Monday night games this week. Yes, we've been over there. I know we did, but like, I didn't realize that. And so I'm just kind of, I'm just throwing off right now. When's the last time that's happened? They do. They usually do that week one. But they didn't do that this year. But they normally start the other one like it's usually five six o'clock. It's usually like a two and a half hour, three hour gap. Yeah. So it like they overlap a little bit, but not much. But this one, they're going to be overlapping a lot. I honestly think they did it for the Jets playing on September eleventh, and Aaron Rodgers was on that team too. You're saying why they why they didn't do it last year? Yeah, and that was supposed to be like such a coveted matchup, and then obviously you you might be right. Anyway, yeah, it's it's gonna be frustrating having to flip flop 
those games. But anyway, moving on, that's all the NFL coverage. Uh, honestly, not much going on at college football this week, but we will talk about Tennessee at Florida. One of us are going to be at that game. Uh, so we will mention it. Gabe, what do you have to say? Walk us through it. Tennessee at Florida. Tennessee is favored by six and a half. Um, Tennessee is... So, after last week, um, a lot of receivers dropping the ball. You could say you could say Heupel. I feel like I'm a. I sound like a broken record. You could say Heupel didn't pull out the full playbook, which is smart, which is probably what most most coaches do. Um, at the end of the day, execution. Receivers didn't catch the ball. Um, Milton may have been a little off, like. Everyone's expecting him to be perfect, uh, but um, after after last week, there's been word going around. There was a report saying that they had a team, quote unquote, team meeting, which some of the players said that like it, it's not what it sounded like. It was like they called the offense together, and like Milton took accountability. It was like, hey, this is on me. Let's get our crap together. We need to. We need to. We need to play better as a unit, and it starts with me. I'm going to play better. You guys need to play better. We need to catch the ball more, whatever. Um, I think Tennessee's going to rely on the run. Um, they're, they're running backs. Like I've said before, they're legit. And then I, I, I don't know, dude. I want to think that they have so much talent in the receiving core. And I, I want to trust in them. And I want to say that they're going to play, going to play better, but. It's happened two games in a row. I'll believe it when I see it. I think Tennessee will just rely on the run run game a lot. Um, and as far as Florida goes, bro, I don't know. I think I I Tennessee's defense is a lot better than I thought it was going to be, and I think I think their defense is going to play really well. Um, I think their defense can stop Florida's run, and then, um. That's that's really all I have to say about it, man. There's there's still just like some questions. I don't I, I don't know. I don't know I don't know enough about each team to tell you. And I know you're you're not high on Florida at all. Nope. I'm not high on Florida either, but just based on history, bro, we haven't won in the swamp since two two thousand three. So it's gonna be I don't know. Part of me is superstitious and then part of me is just like I, I don't know if Tennessee's gonna get it together. Tennessee also started out slow last year, and like their second game of the week was against Pitt, and they looked bad, um, uh, and ba- barely, barely. I mean, B- Pitt wasn't a bad team last year by any means, but like they barely beat Pitt last year, and then kicked it in gear when they played Florida. So we'll see. I I trust Chapel. I know it's not it's not going to be as you could say vanilla of an offense, um, as it's been the past two weeks, but. At the same time, like our passing game didn't look great in what little we used it the last couple weeks either. It's like it's taken some time to, to kick it in gear. Um yeah, we'll 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 see how it goes. Um but I think they're gonna rely a lot on the run game and Jalen Wright and Jabari Small <clears throat> and then they're gonna rush the crap out of Graham Mertz and I don't. From what I've seen, I could be wrong. I don't. I don't think there's going to be an issue stopping 
Florida's run game. Um, and I think if if they can stop Florida's run game um, and they put pressure on Florida's quarterback to have to try to win the game, then there shouldn't be an issue because I don't think he's that good. But if for some reason Florida's uh, – like Tennessee can't stop Florida's run, then that's when it's going to be a close game. So it starts with that. Run game on both sides. If you can stop Florida's run game, Graham Mertz isn't going to win the game for you. The only thing I've got to say is I, I think Florida's going to get obliterated. Just, uh, I think they're going to get smashed. So, I, I mean, they're, and the only reason is it's because I just think Florida's very bad. It's that simple. So, anything you guys want to add? No, I think this will be – I don't know. I, I think, like, not trying to, you know, any bad juju or anything like that. I think Tennessee will win this game, but – I definitely don't see a blowout like you're saying. If Tennessee goes in and blows out Florida like you're talking about, I'm going to be head over heels with UT, like with what I think about them, to be honest. Because, like, it's because, like, I get what you're saying. Like, I get what you're saying just about Florida, but I feel like you have to take it in its context in general. Like, with how hard that UT Florida play each other, with it being in the swamp, home field advantage advantage matters in this game. Like, just the psychological fact of knowing that you're going into a stadium you have not won in in 20 years. Like, I'm sorry, home field advantage plays a massive role in that. Just from the psychological point. Last time they won in the Swamp was 2003. That's 20 years, bro. Dude. Like, just the psychological fact of that. Like, I, I would... that's why I don't That's why I don't think it'll be a blowout. Do I think Tennessee's going to win? Yes, I think Tennessee's going to win. But I don't think it's going to be a blowout like you're saying. I see it being a one-possession game. Okay, so, look. You're talking about Tennessee, the psychological thing. About being in a swamp. Kentucky has beat Florida both of the last two times we've been to the swamp. Kentucky. This Tennessee team is better than both of those Kentucky teams, and this Florida team is worse than both of those Florida teams. So I don't take the swamp seriously right now. Like I, I just it it doesn't matter because the team's so bad. It just it's so bad. I just and of course you I'm I'm the one that cares at least about home field advantage. So and I just I care less. I care even less about this right now. I don't care. I think something else to think about. Um, this may not mean a lot to some people, but Joe Milton is from Florida. He's from Orlando. I think this game is going to mean a lot to him because he's going back in his home state. Um, and last time they played in the swamp, it was like Hinton Hooker. Had the, had taken over the starting job before they played in the swamp a couple of years ago, so this is going to be his first start, unless for some reason he played while he was at Michigan. Um, this is going to be his first start in Florida. That's a regular like like a like a like a division, an SEC game, right? Where he's playing a team in the, in the same conference because we played in Florida in bowl games before, but I think this game is going to mean a lot to Joe Milton. He's going to have a lot of family there. I think he'll be locked in. Dude, I'm I'm just I I mean also because I'm going to be there. I be in so <clears throat> let me back up before I get too ahead of myself. 
Um, <clears throat> I am super anxious for this game. And I just want it to be over with. <laughs> I really do. Uh, one, because I'm going to be there. And I'm either going to be leaving the cockiest that I've ever been. Or two, leaving the pissed, most pissed that I've ever been. Uh, and also, um, I really just want to see... I, I want to see this, this offense and this defense with everything that our coaching staff has. And this is the first game where they're not going to hold anything back. They're not afraid to hide anything because it is an SEC game and it is Florida week. It's not the same as when we're playing South Carolina or even when we're playing Georgia, even though Georgia is way better. Like, like at the end of the day, it is Florida. Um, and just the history that is. This is the one the fans care about the most. Yes, it is Florida week. Yeah. Um, and you care about this more than Alabama? Uh, Since y'all beat us last year, I would say yes. I don't know, dude. Personally, I I would put, I'll give Alabama a slight advantage just because of how good Alabama has been. Gotcha. Recently, and but, if they, but if you if I was asking this question in like two thousand five, they would care about Florida, the Florida yes. game more than the Alabama. Yeah. Okay. I th- I think it just depends on who's better. What like it, okay. like like as of right now, the Alabama game matters more than the Florida game. Got it. Um. Yeah. I think it'll be. I I think. I do. I agree with this. No, but I can pretty much already like pretty much quote what Brandon's going to say on Monday is. If you all, it is going to be a very big overreaction if you all don't blow Florida out. Like, because where you guys are so good and Georgia is, or not Georgia, where Florida is considered, I don't want to say trash, but pretty much how everybody's talking about them. If you guys don't blow out Georgia, my my goodness, man. If you all (laughs) don't blow out Florida, there's going to be an overreaction on the other side, especially from this guy. Okay, but what, what, what do you mean? You, you saying that like I think Tennessee sucks? You're gonna say they're overrated if they that, don't go that in and Tennessee's blow up. overrated. That Tennessee's overrated. I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna have questions for sure. Um, if they if now if they go to Florida and let's say they're tied at halftime, and then Tennessee ends up winning by 14, I'm not gonna have questions about that. That that won't be as big of a blowout as I'm expecting. I expect more. Um, but if they're tied at halftime. And they bring out a few more things in the second half, and they end up winning by two touchdowns. That's that's acceptable. That's a that's like okay, you know that's that's an SEC game. That's a Florida game. It's hard to blow them out. I understand. Like I that's that's fine. Now if they if they win if they have to kick a field goal at the end at the at the very end at the last play of the game to win, that's when I'm going to have questions. Okay, let me ask you. That, that's going to I'll be like, whoa. What's go going go on ahead, Kate. It's your team. Go ahead. I I would have questions. It's- um, I mean, it, it also just depends on the eye test, dude. Yeah. Er, F- Florida, Florida quarterbacks always have the game of their life against <laughs> Tennessee, bro. Like it seems like there was like three years in a row where the starting quarterback comes in. It seems like we're locking him down. Oh, dude, let's go. We're gonna beat Florida, and then all of a sudden they bring in this 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 second string that just just goes nuts and it we're does. like where did this come from you witnessed one of them with yep. me in neil stadium i did i sure did and 
<laughs> if 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 the first if the starter doesn't get hurt in that game, you won't win the game easily. Yeah. It was because the second stringer came in that you lost. Yes. <laughs> um and, and that's why like dude, that's why this game is I don't feel I don't know. I don't even like like I don't even like imagining like when I when I imagine the game, I feel more comfortable imagining Florida is owning us on the field than I do imagining Tennessee playing well. Because I am so scared that I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna go in so confident and, and Florida's gonna look a lot better than they had been the past two weeks, or more so like the first week against Utah. Um but I that's that's the thing, bro, is you just you just don't know. Florida could Florida could look like a top ten team against Tennessee, yeah. and then every single week after that, they're going to look like the same old Florida as they did in week one. That was legitimately my point that I was going to ask him, was like, if it's one of those scenarios where it ends up basically being a shootout, like we're talking like a Tennessee-Alabama score, like last year, we're talking like a mid-30s, low-40s type game, are you still at that point to where you're like, are you still at that point to where you're questioning Tennessee? Oh, I definitely would be because Florida doesn't have the kind of players to be able to do that. They don't have the players to be able to have that kind of game. But they can't. They can't keep up like that. If Tennessee's scoring forty points, they're blowing Florida out. I I agree with that. Mm-hmm. But that that's the thing is is okay. What I I would not be. It is so. I'm so. I'm in a glass case of emotions. I. I wouldn't be surprised if if we went in the swamp and we put up forty five. We put up forty five, bro. I, like I said, I I I think Tennessee's defensive line and their linebackers are so good, and I think I think Tennessee's secondary has taken a, a step forward, but they're still not elite. But I think it's good enough to where Florida's. I think Florida puts up twenty one, twenty three, twenty four. So I don't, I don't think they put up more than twenty five. Um. Well. If if you're if you're being gracious to them, twenty eight. But um if we put up forty five, like forty forty five twenty eight. Yeah, game game's, game's over. over. Game's over. Yeah. Um but even then, dude, like if we come out of the swamp with a win, I think that that's still a big victory. Yeah. Like I'm gonna believe a lot more in in Tennessee if you leave Florida with, with a win. Even if it's at the last second. Because I think I, I don't know if I'm not I'm not in in the locker room I'm not in I'm not in the coaches room I don't know where Josh Heupel has these guys or what they ha- if if the idea of you haven't won in the swamp since 2003 is impacting them mentally but um like if that is sitting there in the back of their mind if if they're if they're thinking about that all week like shoot bro like we haven't won since since two thousand here since two uh, words since two thousand three, and they still go in with a win. I think that just says a lot about them. Mm-hmm. Um, but if that's something that, hey, we're not the same teams. It's like that's that's been to the swamp since then. Like we're a different team. I I don't know. Yeah, right. Like I got you. Now, it just depends on where they're where they're anyway. I do think that may be a good thing for Tennessee. Um, what you were just saying, because you all are familiar with the idea of moral victories, right? Oh, yeah. I think yeah. there's also the opposite of that, a moral loss, a moral failure. So if Tennessee went in and won on a last-second field goal, 
I I think that should be a moral failure for Tennessee, but because they haven't won there in over 20 years, because of that fact, even if they do win on a last second field goal, it'll still be a moral victory for them, even though it should even though it should be a moral failure. Because of the fact it's been so long, it'll still be a moral victory. So I think that's actually a good thing for you guys. I agree uh, with you. If it's been yeah. back and forth, if, if it had been back and forth, yeah. Um, even if if it had been five years since they won there and they won a last second field, I would say it would be a moral loss. Like, hey man, like, yeah. we're, this hasn't been this, but the twenty years, bro. You just like take it. I don't. Long, I I don't remember. I don't remember the last time that they had won in the swamp. Mm-hmm. Like I can't say that I sat there and watched that and was like, "All right, cool, we won in Florida." I was one, at so the last time. And ones. dude, I not even. I am. I am right? pulling. Oh no, you were one. Yeah. When you were one, two thousand three. Grief, bro. Um, that's how old I was when we won the national championship class. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know, man. I my I will say my hope for this game. Joe Milton balls out. Like they, they're getting guys open in the middle from the last few games. Like you said, Josh, Josh Heupel is a fantastic offensive mind. Get guys like just simple things, throw and catch. Um, I, I want Joe Milton to do better than Hendon Hooker did. I think Joe Milton, of course, is is that. an absolute freak. I'm wearing a Joe Milton shirt right now because <laughs> I believe in that guy. I think. I think there he has a super high ceiling. Throw and catch, fellas. Josh Heupel's going to get him open, and then if if the if the run game is working really well, the passing game like they're going to be open. Throw and catch. It's that simple. And then we sh- we should we should be okay. That's that's all. Honestly, that's all it takes. I believe in our defense where they're going to do fine. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say. All right, all right. We need to move on, but yeah. We could keep talking about no, it. No, we're done. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. So I have one more question, guys. Oh no, I'm God. playing. I'm you really? Okay. I'll do it. <laughs> All right. We need, to, we need to. I was genuinely excited. <laughs> were you really? Yes, I was. We can turn this into a Tennessee podcast. No. We should. no. <laughs> Maybe I'll use the equipment and I'll make most. So far, the most most of our talking points on the past few episodes have been Tennessee Titans and Tennessee Balls. We've spent. Let's make a Tennessee overall no, we're, podcast we're moving with on. the Titans and the, the Balls. The past, like, our. Two podcasts together probably been like three hours and fifteen minutes or something. Yeah. We've two spent hours two hours and fifteen minutes of that talking about Tennessee That's and the Titans. Just a slight exaggeration, but not much. It's probably it's definitely over an hour. I literally no, ran it for like it ten minutes. Over his, his I ran it for like ten minutes. No, his Titans rant went over thirty. And there's then, no way it was bro. over thirty. It was there's over no 30. Way. It was. I don't believe it. Was, it was that. over thirty minutes. And then we from spent like another fifteen on him today. No, I'm including the part that after we butted in, but we spent over t- over thirty minutes on the Titans. Oh, okay, I thought you meant just my part no. of the rant. I mean, you that were, still you were most time. of it. But, but yeah, okay. it was over 30 minutes. That still seems hey, anyway. Wait, what game are we about to talk about next? We're talking about our bets for the weekend. Our bet, okay. Yeah. Who's Kentucky playing on Saturday? Akron. Dude, why are they going to play someone? Else? Nobody. They don't play Florida until week five. Is that their first SEC game? Vanderbilt's their first SEC game for week four. Science Hill. <laughs> hey, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Are you it's, kidding me, They don't bro? play anybody until – and then after, even Florida – I even consider Florida trash. But we don't play anybody legit the first five weeks of the season. Nobody. So so Kentucky is – Kentucky – bro. Kentucky's going to be 5-0 and oh and unranked. 6-0. and oh. 
Wait. Uh, one. Wait. Yeah, they'll be after play, after this week. They'll be three. You play Vandy week five. Vandy week four. Week four. Okay, Florida, Florida week five. five. They'll be five and zero oh and unranked. Oh my! Because they haven't played anybody. Anyway, wait. Weren't okay. we I'll ask this and we we'll move on. Were they ranked a, a week or two ago? No, they were right on the fringe. They were they were like they were getting a lot of votes. They, they got like the, vote. they were like the twenty sixth or twenty seventh okay. team. Yeah. I think that's what I saw. I, I yeah. could have swore they were ranked. Yeah. And then next thing I know, I saw where they weren't ranked. And I was like, what could they have possibly done and not be ranked? They may anymore? have been ranked in the coaches' poll. I'm not sure. But they okay. were they that, were right on the end. That would have made sense. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So how many bets did I, not including your no sweat bet? How many bets did you make other than your no sweat bet? I didn't no sweat. I just, you didn't do it on no sweat. I didn't no sweat. Which I haven't. I haven't done it yet. You, you can go do that later if you want. I haven't. To. Yeah, I haven't no sweat. How many did you make bet other than no sweat? I made two other than the no sweat. How about you, Gabe? I have. Well, I made. I guess technically two bets, but it's like a parlay. It's just one bet, it, though. It, it's a it's a two game parlay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So all right, I'll 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 tell my let's let's start with our no sweats. So the no sweat bet that they allowed a parlay. A same game parlay for the Eagles and Vikings Thursday night game, no sweat, and a five dollar max. So I put Jordan Addis- Jordan Addison over forty two and a half receiving yards, AJ Brown a first half touchdown scorer, and the Eagles on an alternate spread minus nine and a half. So that's my three leg parlay. Uh, five dollars pays sixty four dollars and thirty eight cents. Uh, feel solid about that. Ben, what's your what's your no sweat? Um, I actually just realized I made a mistake in one of it, so I'm probably going to go change it. It'll be the same kind of thing, but I just need to change the over for the uh, actual game points. Okay. Um, I did Kirk Cousins to throw... How many legs is it? It is uh, six legs. Good grief. All right. All, all of them are pretty likely to hit, though, Okay. So, according to the odds. But um, I did Kirk Cousins two-plus passing touchdowns. Oof. Kirk Cousins to have over 262 and a half yards. Uh, Kirk Cousins to throw over one and a half passing touchdowns, oh which goodness. goes with the two passing touchdowns. Wait, um, did you do both of those? Yeah, it did. It, it definitely didn't add to the odds at all. This is basically a five-leg parlay. Yeah. And then uh, I this is the one I messed up on that I need to go back and make higher. I did an alternate point spread of 24 and a half. I meant to make that higher, but then... For some reason in my brain, I saw 24 and a half and clicked on that. I have the Vikings over 21 and a half points. So that's why I need to go back and change the over because I actually still have the Eagles winning this game, but I think it's going to be a pretty high scoring game. And then for my last one, I have Justin Jefferson anytime second half touchdown scored. By the way, FanDuel, screw you for not having the anytime touchdown score, period. Why is that not available? I don't understand. FanDuel is awful. God, I can't stand them. Um, I put ten dollars on that. If it hits, I get seventy four forty four. Uh, Gabe, what did you put down at any time? Or did you put down a no sweat bet for the parlay? Nope. Okay. All right. I had four bets other than the parlay, uh, other than the no sweat. So I'll, I'll go ahead. Uh. I don't know what order I'm telling. I'm just look, I'm just gonna say the what I'm looking at right now. So I did the profit boost that they had available for the Eagles and uh, Vikings game as well, and this was a parlay profit boost as well. But I only put two legs on it. I did the Eagles minus nine and a half again for the alternate spread, and AJ Brown over seventy five and a half receiving yards. Uh, four dollars pays twenty four dollars twenty one cents. Ben, what's your? Did you do the profit boost on that game too? 
Uh, I did do the profit boost okay. on that one as well. Um, I had the Minnesota Vikings covering six and a half points um, for my profit boost. I put two dollars on that. Oh, so I didn't have to do a parlay. No, not for the profit boost. Why did I parlay that? Then? Oh well, I don't know. I don't know. It's okay. I'll I'll still keep it. Uh, all right. Uh, you said you had two total bets. You had one. You had one more Ben. Yeah. I okay. Have I'll just save it. Tanner, how many did you have? Uh, I just have one. <laughs> okay, right Gabe. Now. Oh, you only had one too as well. Yeah. Okay. I'll go ahead and give my other one then. I have another profit boost. It was on the Tennessee Florida game, uh, and I have Tennessee covering or winning by at least six and a half points. Four dollars pays nine dollars and twelve cents. That's right. Yes. I feel That's great. Right. I feel like Fend. I, I, every time I've said this on the podcast, it's it's worked out. They're giving you money. The sports book is giving you money. Take it. This is the third time I've said that. The other two times they did give me money. All right. Again, they're giving me money, so I'm taking it. All right. All right, Gabe, tell us what you got. <clears throat> I did a parlay uh, on – it was a South Carolina-Georgia game and then Tennessee-Florida. I took the under on South Carolina and under Florida. Um, if you give me two seconds. You're talking about the individual teams or the whole game over-under? On I guess under on the, the points – the total, uh, the total points. Not, not, not total points. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I okay, I remember this. Uh, South Carolina was like thirteen points. I took the under on that. Oh, okay. So I, they're individual team. Yes. Okay. In, in, yeah, individual team. Okay. Um, wow, under thirteen. Under thirteen. I. Georgia's good listen, defense. Listen, listen. Good defense. No. I, I, I could be very. They might, they might get some garbage time points, but Georgia's defense has yet to prove me wrong. Um, in the in the past couple of years, on at least like last year, I didn't think it was going to be as good as the year before. Like Georgia lost a lot of players, right? They're not going to be as good this year, and then they proved me wrong. So until they they show me that their their defense is garbage, I'm going to keep betting on the Georgia's defense to be legit. Okay, because um, even though it was small FCS schools, I, I'm pretty sure they only gave up. They've only given up 14 points in the past two games, right? Um, so Georgia's defense is still legit until they, they prove me otherwise. And then Florida so parlayed that with, I parlayed that with okay. Florida scoring less than 25 points. Oh, I feel great about that one. So was that close to even money on that one? Um, anyway, not, not after you parlayed it, it wouldn't be, but, but anyway, it, it, that's interesting. I'm trying to. I'll let you help me. Uh, Minus one. Okay, so that I, was. I put. Wow. I, put three, I put three. I put three dollars on this. If if that hits, I will get ten dollars. A little over ten. Yeah. The 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 Florida under twenty five and a half was minus one thirteen. Yes. They think Florida is going to score twenty five points. The odds makers think Florida is going to score twenty five. They think so. If that's crazy, dude. Um. The only dude. Listen. The only way that they do that if is if Graham Mertz just plays. Uh, if if he just plays out of his mind, uh, I think I think they'll they'll target Kamal Haddon, and if they do that all game, uh, then and Kamal Haddon keeps getting like pass interference calls, and he's anyway. That's crazy. Th- there's certain ways I think that could possibly happen, but if if they're stopping the run game and they're getting to Graham Mertz, I don't I don't think that's gonna happen. I think their Tennessee's defense is pretty good this year, so. Yeah, I th- yeah, I I feel confident with the Florida one, the South Carolina one. That that might be the one that doesn't that doesn't hit okay. if it's if I don't get it. But anyway. All right, Tanner. What you got? Tanner. What you got? 
Um, so I've got... Hey, yo. Hey, yo. What you got? <laughs> I'm waiting on my fan door to load. That might, that might take a sec. Yeah, yeah, it does. So I've got a massive one right now. Um, um, it's the <laughs> oh, same you do? Game. And Tanner's gone. Dead gummit. We're trying to close this podcast out. It's already a long episode. Good grief. You get you guys pause at the wrong time. Alright? You you stop talking at the worst possible times. It's terrible. Goodness gracious. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Um, so I've got a massive same, same game parlay. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Oh, so I've got Justin Jefferson over 94 and a half. Uh, Devontae Smith over 65 and a half. AJ Brown over 75 and a half. TJ Hawkinson over 45 and a half. Kirk Cousin over, over 262.5. Jalen Hurts over 248.5. And I put five on that. This dude thinks nobody's running the ball in that game. Do you think that no defense is ever going to get a stop? There's going to be a touchdown on every drive. 100%. And With all, no all passing. Jeez. <laughs> My brother in Christ. I want to ask you this. I want, I want to ask you this. Okay. So, you didn't do this on the no sweat? You... That was no, that's, I so. that is eligible for the no sweat. Oh, was it? No, yeah, I, the part I thought it did. Game. I thought it, it was all first. same game part. Anyway, so because I'm letting it all hang out. Okay, I'm not doing this you? little. Can we stop, stop it, game? Stop. <laughs> Tanner, just shut your mouth, Tanner. Stop talking. All right. <laughs> so, I don't even remember what I was going to ask you anymore. <laughs> Dad, gummit. God. Oh. All right, so, <laughs> it's game. It's not me. So Tanner thinks anyway, that there's going to be yes. a pass every play, and it's going to be a successful passing play every single play, basically. Yes. Basically. Here's what I was going to ask you. Okay. Was that the pre-made parlay that yes, showed you? You loser! It. You I took, took a pre-made parlay that the that the app that sucks told you to oh. put now. Yes, I did, and I took it. That's that's one of the dumbest things you've ever done. Not win ninety five dollars, bro. It's not gonna, dude. It's gonna. They happen. made that parlay just so you could click the button real quick. They know happen. that's not gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's not possible. It's gonna happen. There's no way. It's gonna happen. All right, moving on. Ben, what it's was, what was your other bet? Um, I wish there wasn't a ten dollar cap limit because I would have put a hundred dollars on this game. I have the Commanders money line. Um, As your profit boost? Wow, bro. Well, no, I couldn't. For, I couldn't do the profit boost on that one because it had to be used by a certain date. That's right. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, for our limit of ten dollars total in a week, um, I could only put eight dollars on this game. That's what I put on this game. Okay, I would put a hundred dollars on it. I think the Commanders are just winning this game. So got it. And you all say I flip flop my mind. I will throw out there. I specifically did not bet on the Commanders Arizona Cardinals game last week because I told you all that it would be closer than a seven point game. The Commanders would struggle early and then come back and win. You did so, say that throne of lies. That is, you go listen to the podcast. You did say that. I said that because Brandon was like a game that Ben is definitely betting on, and I was like, actually, I'm not. I think it'll be a rough week one, but Sam Howell get it figured out. All right. Uh, so my last two bets are going to be my traditional. Every week I'm going to do this, a five-leg parlay in the NFL and a three-leg parlay in college football. So my five-leg parlay in the NFL 
Green Bay Packers minus one and a half at the Falcons. Bengals minus three at uh, or versus the Ravens. The Texans money line uh, against the Colts. The Giants minus six at the Cardinals. And the Saints minus three at Panthers. And my three-leg college football parlay is Tennessee minus six and a half at Florida. Western Michigan. Western Michigan plus 28 and a half at Iowa. Once again, because Iowa's not going to score that much, that many points. They're just not going to score that much. Okay. So that's, I don't care how bad Western Michigan is. As long as Western Michigan scores something, they will cover the 28 and a half. And the other one, the third one, kind of just for fun, just because I want to go along with the past episodes. Louisiana Monroe plus 36 and a half at Texas A&M. Come on, Louisiana Monroe. 36 and a half. Let's you, do it. You can do it. Hey. Number 74. Forgot your name already. Block. Make one good block to score one touchdown, please. We need it, man. That's all, that's all I'm asking. FanDuel is literally giving you money. Okay, well, I'm not Texas saying Texas A&M is not that good. <laughs> I'm not saying that, okay? That's not me. I, I, I legit don't think Texas A&M is that good. Okay. I'm just saying. All right. You heard it here first. Louisiana Monroe is winning this game. <laughs> wow. Okay. Hey, they are. If that happens, man, we're going to have a lot to talk about. But all right. That's going to wrap it up for us today. Um, I'm, I'm not going to pause there. I'm going to keep talking. So we're going to go, like, if you, okay. You made that worse I, than I had to be. struggling now. Okay. Dude. So if you all, we're, we're closing this out. Okay. So if you all want to support us, Go follow us on all our social media stuff. We'll Instagram. send our Venmo. Uh, yeah, if you if you want my Venmo, I will send you my Venmo. That would be great. But the problem with me giving up Venmo just free on air, people will just start bombarding me with requests for money for me to give them money. So <laughs> they'll want to do that. So Yeah, we're broke. He doesn't have that much. Yeah, He's mad I, I don't have that much money. All right. So anyway. If you've got that much money, I don't know why we're just now here. That's true. That's true. <laughs> we would have better equipment than this. That's for sure. Uh, follow we should, us. We should create a beyond the neutral zone Venmo. So if they want to if support the pod think, in that way, I think oh, there's what's a the, um, what's it like where you set up an account and like GoFundMe? We should set up a beyond the neutral zone well, GoFundMe. Well, the problem with GoFundMe Venmo would be way better because Go, GoFundMe takes a crazy percentage of the money. Oh, does it? They no, take heck. they take like fifteen to twenty percent of the money. Heck they no, take Venmo. Venmo okay. You suck. Not not Venmo. That's oh, GoFundMe. GoFundMe. You suck. Yeah. <laughs> While we're at it, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but <laughs> go follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Um, what am I missing? I'm missing something. TikTok. That's it. Yep, that's the one. X. Uh, Wait, what's that? that, that X. Twitter. That it's, X it's not Twitter. It's X. Oh, yes. do we have one of those? It's yes, we Twitter. do. We do. Yeah. Uh, Bro, come on. But, but we've all posted. Hey, you go create a Twitter so you can also keep up with Beyond the Neutral Zone. Yes, go follow me, Tanner. Subscribe. I need to create it. Unsubscribe. Am I the only one? I, I literally, I literally never get on Twitter. Am I the only one that doesn't have a Twitter account here? Yeah, it's, it's pretty I've pointless to be honest. No, if you want to talk some trash on there without all your family members knowing, go create a Twitter account. It, it's. Really I'm helpful. just gonna get it on and off. Sundays. Now all your family members know. Now I'm your just family gonna get on and off. They don't because that's gonna be my Ryan Tannehill just. Anyway, follow. Hit that notification bell. Yes. Uh, also subscribe on YouTube, and uh, if you want, if you want to be heard on the podcast, five star rating. Leave us a review. We'll read it. Whatever you have to say, as long as I can legally say it, I will say it. Okay. We found out. I think it takes a couple days for the reviews to go through. So if you leave a review and it's not read that next podcast, 
it might be read the one after that. I don't know if that's true or not because I had one person telling me they were leaving a review and it was it was I saw it the next day. Okay. And, and another person said they were leaving a review. We didn't see it for a few days after they said they left the review. So I, I don't know. It could be. It, it won't. See. It won't be more than a week. And I'm also, by the way, if you are, if you are leaving a review like that, I'm going to read those on Wednesdays. Um, Mondays, we've got so many other things to talk about. Like I'm going to cut some things out on Monday. I'm not going to worry about that kind of stuff. But I will read that kind of stuff on on Wednesdays to open our episodes up. So, by the way, I don't anticipate most of our our Wednesday night episodes going this long. I'm shocked by how long this one's going. Oh how long is it went? It's Almost two hours. Two Good grief. Because we decided what? to talk about Tennessee and the Titans for another hour. This yes, time. we needed to cut out the Tennessee talk for sure. Oh, come on. Man. Anyway, all right. We're closing this out. Thank you, guys. We'll talk to you after this weekend. Can't wait. See you. Yeah.